Check out Blue Collar BS on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Locals, and BitChute, and also on Facebook. Now, on with the show. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Fucking thing. No. We'll do it live. Right. Fuck it. That was many years it's ago. It's a joke. <laughs> okay, but I did have to sign something when I left, okay? Don't don't bash <laughs> us in, little, in like on, on a talk show. Free to everybody. How is it free? What? They're saying that they want to make the vaccine free for everybody. How is that free? Oh, it's easy. We'll, we'll take money or we'll overtax my mom, and then we can help pay for it. I think that's more of a woman's face, okay? Well, I'm going to tell you what. That face don't look very appealing. <laughs> But that's California creating that problem. You have a bunch of people that are going to the hospital that don't have insurance, nor have paid in the system, nor are productive people in society leeching off the average person working. They need to offset that cost because they're forced to provide treatment. To be honest, people that do humanities work are very, very small groups that make up any type of business because they're not really productive parts of the business. I'm being honest. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally disagree with you. That's fine. <laughs> what, so what are you going to say? I was a great communicator. Is that, is that what you're standing behind? <laughs> I think, part. Let's, so what do you think is more dependable at putting out a product into the market? The government or the market? What product does the government put out? Oh, Never heard about it. They take your dollars and they make them into pair of airplanes and they fly them back into service. <laughs> These things that the market does, which is naturally drive down the cost of things. So you need to make alternatives to make people think that they're actually getting the benefit. But the, the root problem to the equation is the government destroying what the market does and, and, and not that inflating your money supply and devaluing what your dollar does in the marketplace. Another guys that people don't understand what that means, so it's really easy to keep doing it. And we're live here on Friday night back in the the zone. This is me and the old lady tonight. It's like a date night. It is. We're going to get freaky after the date night. Mm, it depends on how the date goes. What if I funnel you booze? Fun- fundle my booze? Funnel you booze. Well, you can funnel me booze, and then you can fondle my boobs. How about that? I'm down for that. <laughs> here we are. We're going to cover... Uh, some local events, just a little bit of national news. I thought we'd cover more into the Gavin Newsom crazy shit he said about California near the end. And there's a couple of good uh, lectures that uh, one guy, Paul in particular, Tom Woods, libertarian guy, did a pretty good uh, speech where he kind of smashed down the bullshit California's been saying and, and a lot of the COVID stuff. I thought we'd kind of just cover that, listen to some of it, and kind of get your take on it. But let's start with the whole PG&E shit show that's been going on. So PG&E... Is under a lot of fucking pressure because California wants to go full green energy. Everything needs to be electric. So when you want to go full electric on a lot of stuff, get you what you got to do. You got you to put stuff in place. You got to maintain the power lines because when you do shit, you have to maintain it at the end of the day. So Calif- so PG&E is finally, California is allowing them to be proactive when they're cutting down trees around the fucking power lines. So here's an article, three arrested after protesting PG&E plans to cut down Trees in Nevada City. Here's a clip from it. Three people for trespassing at the site where activists are protesting PG&E cutting down trees in Nevada City. The group Save Nevada County Trees has been protesting plans to cut down more than 200 trees there. Some protesters recently climbed up the trees near the... 
the Pioneer Cemetery. Police say one person still remains <coughs> in a tree. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? So everybody wants to go green and all that stuff like that. We need electric infrastructure and we have all these rolling blackouts because of wind advisories and all these other complications. And here we are now. So, you know, Nevada's, I mean, pg and trying to be proactive about it and clear up the stuff around the lines. And here you are with people going in the trees and fucking trying to rally against it. I want to pause that. It's going to play another video. No, it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're going to say, well, you know, you, you don't want to cut down trees. We need our trees. I get it. But when the potential of the trees to cause mass destruction because of fires, any kind of electrical fire or something like that, I'm sorry, but that's they're not going to be very helpful. Oh, how about the fact that uh, that we want to go full electric and stuff, and the, this is a byproduct from having electricity to go to every house. These these are people. There is no solutions. There is only alternatives, and this is the alternative. If you want to go electric, you can't bury it in ground. You need to have it up in the air. Well, if you have it up in the air and you're trying to run through rural areas, guess what? You have to maintain the area, and make sure no trees are going to cause issues with it. And allow the fire, allow a fire to break out. You have to do that. You can't get around it. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, Trump said to clear brush, pick up leaves, and you know, people, you can't let him be right. You know, it's it's Cl fucking cutting stupid. down the trees would mean Trump would be right, and you can't have that. Not in this world. <sighs> to call in and talk shit with us, please dial one five five nine two zero two. Zero three one five. Uh, I thought this one was a little bit closer to home. Citrus Heights. <laughs> a little close to home. Yeah, man shot and killed by Citrus Heights officer has been identified. Here's a story about it. Or not. <laughs> okay. Authorities have released the name of a man shot and killed by officers in Citrus Heights earlier this week after he reportedly fired a gun at them. The incident happened. In the area of Gary Oak Drive in Twin Oaks Avenue on Monday, police say they were called to the area of a neighborhood dispute and encountered a man who allegedly pointed a gun at them. Um, the incident happened in the area da, 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 at the oh, same. Oh, it's about to play. <laughs> yeah, it's trying. Um, officers opened fire, but did open fire, but not hit the suspect, who was identified by the Sacramento County Coroner's Office on Friday as 64-year-old Citrus Heights. Bruce Allen Shoemaker. He managed to run into his home and then barricade himself for several hours. At, at some point, officers in the backyard confronted Shoemaker once more. He allegedly pointed the gun at the officers and fired again, prompting the officers to fire back. This time, Shoemaker was hit and was later pronounced dead. Well, play stupid games and you win stupid prizes. Yeah. I'm just curious what... what I'm curious what, what led to them showing up because it doesn't really get into the details about it. Yeah, and I wonder not only if he, that, what did he feel like he had to defend himself and, you know. I'm curious if he was outside brandishing a gun or being stupid. Yeah, And possibly. escalated to that. Hmm, let me see if I, if I can find anything. Bruce Allen Schumacher? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and not only that too, but it's, as stuff starts to wrap up like it's been doing, it's going to get more and more wild. I mean, these stories are pretty common, but you start folding these stories into the mix with a lot of the writing and the civil unrest. Like, you're in a fucking pressure cooker of problems that are going to happen. So what happens when people are getting wild or whatever and doing all the stuff they're doing and a ton of civil unrest, and then you throw the equation of, 
of people like this who are kind of already on the fucking skits ready into those in the into those environments. And this is and this is more of a subdivision. What happens when that breaks out in a major a major like city like downtown Sac or something like that? Yeah. What well, not that maybe the officers are busy as fuck and they can't get to it because people are looting the goddamn Target stores because shit's going off the rails. Well, I mean, aren't we trying to defund the police anyways? Who? In general, not us, but like, aren't people trying to defund the police anyways? Don't fucking call them. Yeah, I don't know. You mean? Oh, you mean defund? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one ties into multiple stories, kind of uh, the whole problem with the state and when they get involved in stuff. Oh well, it, look, it's at Stockton, so there's the first yeah. problem. Stockton woman in indicated in mail indicted in mail bank fraud schemes. So basically, uh, a federal jury uh, returned in a seven count. 17-count indictment Jesus to Christ. a Stockton woman accused of mail and bank fraud schemes targeting unemployment benefits and identified theft victims, <laughs> U.S. Attorney General announced on Friday. We'll see if we'll play. This morning, so grab... No. And then our high temperature for the Sacramento Valley going to land somewhere between 3 and 5 minutes, 78. That's a big no. Lame. Yeah, Rihanna Ost, 24, was charged with the mail and bank fraud, aggravated identity theft, possession of stolen U.S. mail, unlawful possession of Postal Service keys. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. And obstruction of justice, said Scott, with the U.S. Department of Justice, Eastern District of California. How did she obtain those keys? I don't know. I'm kind of curious, though. Yeah. Ost engaged in two separate schemes impacting the Department of Labor's unemployment insurance program in Northern California, identity theft, uh, for victims, according to the news from Scott's office, she allegedly obtained personal information from at least twenty victims and filled for and filed for unemployment benefits under their names. Wow, that's fucked. Because when those people go to do their taxes now, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna look like they took some fucking money. Shit. Additionally, Oss carried out uh, bank fraud schemes that saw the theft of the U.S. mail, identity theft, and the use of stolen bank cards. Officials said Oscar is accused of making counterfeit postal service keys to break into mailboxes and steal mail containing bank cards. and Oh, dude, that's fucked, man. It still doesn't explain how she even had access to those keys. Like, did she work for the post office? I got a feeling she probably knew somebody. Yeah. I'm, curi- I'm curious if there's anybody else in on the charge. Mm, I mean, if not, they're going to find out soon. But it, it, the, the, the state's always an easy target to do this shit to. Yeah, there was like three different stories about um, unemployment fraud that was that's been kind of taken off a little bit. Here's another one. Oh my god! The I California police arrest. Oh come on, man! California police arrest. Uh, Twenty-seven EDD scam, hundred thirty debit cards, one hundred fifty thousand in cash recovered. Oh, fuck. I wonder how much money they totally, that they removed, actually. Yeah. This is Torrance, California. Police have arrested more than two dozen people in connection with EDD fraud and identity theft in the last, in the last, in the past six weeks. Officials announced Wednesday more than 130 California unemployment development cards, EDD cards uh, up to, and 150,000 in cash were recovered during the investigation, which was resulted in 27 arrests. <laughs> Since September uh, 10th, according to the Terrence Police Department, four firearms, including two non 
serialized ghost guns were also recovered. They're just thing ghost guns. They're just fucking guns you can get and you can you can finish out the rest of the manufacturing process. Yeah. The individuals are accused of stolen of using stolen identities and fraudulently obtaining unemployment benefits administered by EDD. A police news release stated police do not identify any of the suspects. Did not identify any of the suspects. All 27 were found to have been using EDD debit cards, most of which issued in someone else's name, uh, including including some of those identities had been stolen, according to the release. Many of the, the cards had up to $20,000. What the fuck? There's something that doesn't seem right about that. Like, how is there... I mean, I know over time you can acquire... So much because California can't really manage this shit. What's going on? California can't manage fucking anything, let alone this. Every day you're hearing about more and more people that are committing EDD fraud, basically unemployment fraud. I'm just, it's so it's sad. Easy. There's it's no easy. Everything's so fucked up, especially with California locking down the state. They're, they're, just, they're just trying to get cash into the economy so people can spend into it. Because we're, dude, it looks fucking bleak for California is what it looks like right now. Real bad. Authorities um, allege suspects made high-end purchases with the cards. Well, and no also, fucking shit. Yeah, and also used them to withdraw cash from ATMs. Fuck yeah. Get the cash out, hide it somewhere, or get into something else. Investigators will continue to work with the state and federal law enforcement agencies to help battle this ongoing criminal trend. Mm, and they have a task force. Yeah, they do. This bus follows a crackdown last week during the California officials froze, which California officials have froze at least 350,000 unemployment debit cards for whose owners were suspected of fraud. Oh my God. I can see them freezing people that are not affected. Yeah, and that. Fucking and they're just sitting there suffering. They can't access their money. Yeah, which is fucked. Because if you have a mortgage payment or something like that, and let's say you are, like, say you're a waiter and fucking... If you're in the food industry, you are fucked. That thing is locked. And think of it this way. The cards, they are distributed through Bank of America, but you can't go to a Bank of America and say, hey, the director of California, Sorry. I can't access my money. Like, you can't go and say, hey, my card is frozen. Can I pull out X amount of money? Bank of America like, is like, fuck off. Uh, no. Well, your name's on the card. Oh, we just distribute them. We just make them and give them. But, yes, your money is not here. And it's like, that's fucked up. Yeah. So this is the icing on the cake when it comes to all this. California's Employment Development Department, or EDD, is retiring. Sharon Hilliard has worked at EDD for 37 years. In an email to staff today, she said, I have been committed to seeing the EDD through the most challenging times in the department's history, but I believe I can now retire knowing that the EDD <laughs> is on a great path to success. Okay, so do you understand the two stories we just covered previous to this? This is this bitch's official statement. I have been committed to seeing the EDD through the most challenging times in the department's history. Bitch but like what? But I believe I can now retire knowing that the EDD is on a great path to success. Bitch, how? Does that sound anything? <laughs> I'm a, like, who wrote that for her? She didn't. You know this. You know this bitch is some government official who's been not really fucking accountable or doing her job. Probably made a fuck ton of money doing what she did, and now this thing's going up to fucking rails. And she's like, "I did an amazing job. Time to retire." Ching. Yay! I did it. Yeah, women. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hilliard has been in charge of the department during a time of unprecedented unemployment claims. And of course, it's been an embattled agency. KCRA 3 investigates had uncovered massive backlogs and delays within the department, as well as nationwide fraud targeting EDD during the pandemic. Several legislators had called for her resignation in the wake of our investigations. <laughs> Since September, Hilliard oversaw changes from a governor's strike team that pushed to do a better job of identifying those filing claims. In several hearings with the legislature, she said they were implementing many of those recommendations, but not all of them. And just today, Governor Newsom was asked about the issues people are having getting access to their unemployment benefits. Meanwhile, the governor did not mention the EDD director by name. He did recognize the issues that the department has had over the past few months. We are very cognizant about the need not only... Who's a fucking dude doing the interpreting? The oh, sign shit. language. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed that. Address the situational challenge, but also address the medium and long-term challenges to once and for all fix the EDD system. And so that, I can assure you, is underway. And Assembly Member Jim Patterson has been highly critical of the leadership at EDD. He says that this yeah, is an no opportunity shit. for the department to bring in someone to turn around that troubled agency. Absolutely. Oh, so it's going to throw more money at the situation like it's going to correct it. They're going to come up with a task force I'm curious to discuss what, it. I'm curious what the overall fucking, the overall, um, how bad it is when it comes to the overall amount of money that's been fucking squandered off on fucking fraudulent claims. I feel like... When EDD comes up in any kind of meeting where it's like, okay, um, Newsom, we need to discuss, we are having an issue here, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, who's in charge over there? So-and-so. Tell them to fuck, fix it and just ignores it. Oh, like, she nobody... just retired. She did an amazing job. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. I feel like that's what's happening. Well, and it's not even that. There's a bunch of, okay, people, dumb fuckers work in the government. That's where they end up at because there's no accountability. That's so these, like where people go, like dumb people go to retire. You hear it all the time. All the people that like. I wanted to get a state job so I yeah. can just coast and look at YouTube videos. Remember your dad's ex-girlfriend that was oh, like, oh yeah, we fuck, just sit dude. and I just, I play video games. I'm on Facebook all day. She, that's literally, that's what she said. She's like, yeah. I'm just on Facebook. It's really easy. You could get a job there. It's like, oh, uh, I, I don't know if I'm dumb enough. Yeah, that's, that's your state employees. You're unimpressive. If I'm wrong, please call in at. To call in and talk shit with us, please dial 1-559-202-0315. People, why are we surprised when this happens? <laughs> and this bitch fucking has the nerve to say that I did an amazing job. Now it's time for me to retire. You bitch, you retired because shit was getting hot and you were at the take some responsibility. So instead of you bearing the brunt, you just unloaded on the next fuck below you. But why does it feel like we're the minority of people that are sitting there saying, this is fucking bullshit. Why is this going on? These are the people, like, granted, we're not voting in state workers, but just people who are who are overseeing our state. We keep voting them in, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing? And then supporting them. Because the average person is a state worker at the end of the day. Ugh. Hey, think about 60 to 80% of the people you deal with and you talk to. What Are they paying attention to anything? Well, they're never at work because they everything every day is a fucking state holiday. There's that. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I should get a state job. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, if you have an ADIQ, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be like in the top tier of state workers. You're like this guy's fucking smart. He doesn't drink his own piss or eat paint chips. What's wrong with him? Fuck, man. All right, here's the next one.
uh, Santa Clara County Seuss Church holding indoor services. Yeah, that's fucked up. 30th, I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. And I'm Teo Torres. Let's take a look now at our big stories we're following today. The Sacramento County Sheriff's deputies made an arrest and a murder in the... Yeah. JK. San Francisco, uh, that's where it's located. Santa Clara County has filed a lawsuit against a San Jose church to stop it from holding weekly indoor services that violate the county's coronavirus shutdown orders, paying 350000 in fines have not stopped the church's official holding services. Fucking state, dude. Holy fuck. I thought church and state were supposed to be separated. When is someone going to firebomb some goddamn government building with some officials in it? I'm just curious when that's going to happen. I'm not endorsing it. That's what I'm saying. But if there's a reason to get shitty with... You know why I think government hates religious groups and stuff like that? Because they don't give a fuck about what the state says. Oh, we got a call. What's up? You're alive. Hey, what's up, Noah? I mean, sorry. Thanks, <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, guys. I kind of want to defend my job just a little bit. Hey, hey, hold on. Let me quantify. Not every state worker is an idiot, but 80% of them are. Well, no, I can agree with that. Okay, then you're in the 20%. Being wasted. Yeah, you're the, you're the 20% range. I'm not. When I say state workers, I'm not trying to hit it with you, but come on. If you're a state worker, you know exactly what I'm saying. I could agree with you because ultimately my job is to monitor traffic, and about 85% of my traffic throughout a, let's just say, medium-sized uh, agency is all YouTube Social oh, yeah. media You're working for the fucking state, people. Why are you fucking disquant? If there's 80% of the traffic is YouTube. <laughs> oh, now, my I, I God. Will, I, I, will, I will give the benefit of the doubt here sometimes when I am monitoring these things. We do utilize those tools for resources and learning applications. I, and I understand that. But, YouTube is, is an awesome powerhouse when it comes to knowledge. You, you can put videos up on there. It, it, and there's a ton of different stuff you can pull from it and link articles and, and a lot of different stuff with the video selection that you can teach people with. It's an awesome teaching tool. But let's be honest. Those people are probably out there educating themselves with anything. Oh, no. Uh, because if I dig deeper into the logs, I could actually see what they're viewing and I could pull up the URL and it's probably some cat video or something stupid. And I do want to agree. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that you see going on in the state right now, um, it's wasted tax dollars. Honestly, it is, and, it's, and, and it sucks because it all it does is piss people off because they, all they want pe the average person accepts taxes are part of the equation, but when it's squandered, it makes everybody start thinking like, what the fuck are we paying for if we're just squandering these so, monies? Let me give you a prime example of how it's wasted tax dollars. So uh, we, for at the state, have to follow these NIST codes and everything, and so we purchase multiple products. That costs three hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand. That do the damn same thing. Really? Really? They're like like repeat so, programs or like what? So, um, uh, let me just put it. Uh, we use Splunk, which pulls logs from all sorts of uh, computers, servers, and everything into one database. And then we have a similar product on the other side that's pulling in the same information. And we just compare it. And what do we do with those logs afterwards? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, occasionally we'll go and we'll try to fix an issue when we find a big breakthrough. But um, what, so why are they, are they doing this strictly for redundancy, or why are they doing uh, it? 
strictly because we have to follow policies and procedures oh. set by CDT, uh, California Technology. Uh, um, fuck, I forgot the the, the name the name of the agency, but CDT pretty much pushes out these policies that say, "Hey, look, you have to abide by this. It's the NIST standard. It's the FIP standards." And I know I'm speaking a lot of technical uh, terms right now, but if we're not abiding by those um, standards, they will audit us and charge us more money, and then we will be liable to pay that back. What, that's our that's tax dollars. What are we talking about? Exactly. So we're getting hey, fined. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the state's fining the, the citizens from the employees that they hired for doing stuff incorrectly. In a general sense, yes, and it, uh, it's pretty much at every single agency. And I know I'm speaking on one agency itself, but you gotta. I, I've been. This is. Can't imagine it being different. This is every, okay. This is I can't why. Imagine it being so different. This is why I'm an anarchist to a degree because I find the state a fucking false god that everybody's bought into, and there's multiple instances like this that you can probably point to across the board in every single sector of it that is just this fucking bunch of idiots that don't give a shit because they they don't care about it. Uh, in a sense, at the end of the day, I look at his job security. I came from the private sector when I uh, was working at Apple for a couple of years, came over to the state because, yes, benefits, they, they, they do speak at the end of the day. And I only see this as a short term. No, buddy, but, hey, know, hold I'm on. Don't, I'm not begrudging anybody who works for the state because you, if you understand how inept no. they are and you're not an idiot, you just use it against them. Yeah. It's, and the difference is yeah. you, in terms of you and your job, you actually had to go and get go to college and get a degree for this. The average state worker has to fill out a form and just wait for their turn to get let hired. Me correct you on, let me correct you on that aspect. I have no degree. I have no college experience. I literally went in from the bottom and rose up to my position. I thought you took some courses, you, though. Which, I recall you I being took, in college. I, I took some courses. Don't lie. Like 12, 12 units. Okay. But, uh, at the end of the day, I went, into, uh, went in as a student and then ended up as an information technology specialist. And uh, when you look at the application, minimum, associates, four years, all that other uh, bull crap and stuff. Okay, but can the average person just go fill out an application and wait for their turn to get called in and get trained? Yeah, because you – yep. Any you, average person can. I don't think that's uh, honestly the case. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. Free, free, hold on. So let's understand what you just said. Do you think the average person understands anything about computers? Let's start that as a quantifier. No. Okay. So you think it'd be easy for them to roll up and land that position and, and turn it into what you turned it into? For the state of California, I think it's easy to wait to bullshit your way into the state to get a position. Yes. How easy is it, or I should say, how e hard is it for somebody to get let go that's just fucking around in your position? Uh. So in my last job, it was pretty clutch. The, the moment somebody messed up, they got it. They, they were uh, terminated. That's how this it should be. Yeah. yeah, and that's how it should be, I, and rightfully so. This job that I'm currently handling, unless you really, really mess up, you will get terminated. I've seen it happen maybe three times uh, being at this agency. So you but have to do some that, major you, fuck up shit to yeah. get let go. So you could basically dick like, around for the most part. Pretty much. You could pretty much sit there and pull out a report once a month, and they'll still pay your uh, monthly salary. God, what the fuck? Well, goddamn. Yeah, you're welcome, California. <laughs> going back to the how easy it is to get a state job, all you have to do, uh, the test that I had to take. Is fog a mirror? It, it's, it's, 
It's pretty much going on a computer, <laughs> pressing uh, a certain button that says four more years experience all the way down, answering a couple of questions that are related to the job, filling it out, and they'll rate you with a 98% uh, pass rate. Did you, did you at least have to do any additional tech training to, to understand certain programs and certain software you guys so use? Once I, got, once I got into the job as a student, I, I then capitalized on the free training that was offered through the state. So how many, I pretty much how many, all the tax dollars that I was paying myself, I took advantage of that and took as many classes as I could. Now, how many people do you think actually capitalize on that opportunity when it's presented to them? Only the people that come in through the private sector and uh, – Maybe in, understand in what they have to class. gain from it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty much if you're in this for the long run and for the benefits, you're going to take advantage of these programs. If you're if you're in for it for just to f around and be on Facebook, you're not going to be serious about it. That's the average person, is what that is. But interesting, uh, interesting I I but I'm not surprised. Back. I want to circle back all the way to the beginning of you guys' thing about energy. About the uh, power outages with PG&E. Oh yeah, cutting down the cutting down trees that are potentially in intersection with the power lines. Yeah, you know how effed up it is. My cousin in Napa, who's affected by PG&E shutting off their power every single week, calls and asks if he could just come out here and pretty much chill at my house because every single week, because he's in Santa Rosa, he's like, "Dude, I got nothing to do. PG&E is shutting off my power again. There's nothing that we can do. We don't have a generator or anything. How effed is it for them to keep doing this?" See the problem too is and we disregard gas and and in uh when I say gas is multiple multiple ways I mean that like gas for your car and gas for your house and are two different gases but those are a fossil fuel but they're a badass they don't they don't require a power mechanism on the side all they have, all they require is a distribution of the actual gas and not that but gas stations I mean they can run a standby generator they can run their pumps they don't there's a ton of alternatives when you're not relying on the electricity just to fuel itself. But as soon as you require 100% the electricity, you're fucked. You can disrupt that power mechanism. You can't just pour electricity into a gas container and give it to people to run generators. Well, understandably, but also Santa Rosa keeps catching on fucking fire. It keeps well, catching on fire. I, I, I don't know, but I'm making the point. No, I know what you're saying, but so yeah. they can't, they don't have access to that, though, if they're fucking, everything's fucking being cut off. But if, if electricity's cut off and people had generators that ran off of gas, yeah. they'd still be fine. True. There, so, or at least well, an opportunity. It brings you to a second point because um, I've, I've really been paying attention this political uh, time around just because I really want to know what the hell is going on. And I know Joe Biden said he's going to switch up the energy uh, energy game. Wouldn't that make the rest of the U.S. look like California is looking right now? No, because we actually here, here's a dirty secret about California. No one really knows. We we buy a, so we buy a lot of nuclear energy and a lot of coal energy from outside of California. So Nevada has one of the one of the biggest coal uh, power plants. Guess where California buys their energy from? Okay. From that, California is all full of shit when they say green energy. And anybody who looks into it, if you spent three hours, you would understand that we are completely bullshitting the situation. But the average person is a complete fucking moron. Eighty percent of the people are idiots. They don't understand that. Yeah, okay, California might not have a coal plant, but guess what? All the other states we're buying energy from, that's where they're getting it from. Anyways, I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, buddy. Uh, thank you guys for taking my call. All right, buddy. Bye. No Bye. doubt. Thanks for calling in, Free Free. Free Free. Yeah, but that just makes me laugh. California does this thing where we don't act like we use any type of fossil fuel to produce the energy. And, and the reality is 
we can we suck we're like a fucking we're trying to like suck a milkshake through a straw in California because we've crippled our way of producing energy so drastically. So anytime we have a hiccup with the straw or the just the distribution network, which is fucking it's hard everything requires maintenance. So you can put these power lines in place, but guess what? You have to maintain the area it runs through. You gotta maintain all that. It takes a lot of effort to do that. You just don't build it one time and it's fucking done. Like your house. You have to always be up on that shit. I don't look at California as like a green state. Like I see them. Yeah, but if you talk talk to anybody, they're like, California's green. No, it's not. No, the fuck we're not. No, we're not. That's bullshit. Okay, how? How are we green? All right, so here we are. Let's go back to the church article. San Francisco, Santa Clara County has filed a lawsuit against San Jose Church. They're paying. They've been paying up to $350,000 in fines and have not stopped. Uh, church officials from holding services with hundreds of people. The county has filed an injunction Tuesday against Cavalry Chapel San Juan, San Jose, and Pastor Mike McClurry because the church has been hosting week, weekly indoor church services with about 600 people who are not wearing masks or social distancing, officials said in a statement on Friday. But Okay, so what I was getting to is the state is not a fan of churches because the church has, it disrupts the way the state feeds shit to you. Churches act like the state to a degree, but the, the, the church doesn't have the same power as the state. The church can say you should do this. They can give you social criticism. But at the end of the day, they can't force you to really do anything. But, but, the, but they will disrupt the way you process stuff. Well, the state acts like a church, but with the fucking full power to pull the shit off. So they can get in there and just and really fucking step on the churches who... At the end of the day, can't really tell you what to do. All they can do is give suggestions how to live a better life. But the state, but the state's coming in there and stomping on the church because the church is like, "Fuck you! We're gonna, we're still gonna gather. We're still gonna do all these things." And I feel bad for churches, man. They're in a fucked spot, and the state doesn't really give a shit about churches or anybody else right now. They they don't give a fuck. Well, dude. they can't have any any company, any church, any whatever. They can't have. You going against what the state wants to force you to do. You need to fucking obey. You know you know what makes me laugh about this equation? Like, so if you go to the shop and you look around, how many motherfuckers are working? Oh, a God. shit ton. Yeah. Nobody wears a mask inside. No. Nobody. We're touching shit. Tons of people are going in and out. Touching tons of cars. The only time we, the mask goes on is when you have to deal with the customer or something up, up front. But for the most part, nobody wears them. And guess what? Almost all their businesses are the same way, people. No one takes this serious. Nobody that's actually been working the whole time takes this shit serious because it's not fucking serious. It's a joke. These are fucking like abysmal death rates. Nothing to be alarmed about. I'm not saying sixteen or 17,000 people dying isn't a catastrophe, but not a catastrophe at this level where we destroy the entire economy in the process. Seriously. County officials spent months trying to work with church officials to get them to come in and compliance... F- I'm glad they told the state to f- the state to fuck off. I'm glad they stood behind that. After church officials made clear they have no intention of ending their dangerous conduct. Really? Really? What about all the fucking rioting taking place? That's fine. What about all the protesting where no one's wearing a fucking mask? How, I bet you if you look at the numbers compared to the church, people going to church and how they conduct themselves, comparing to the people that go protest and rioting, I bet you the people at church are way more cleaner than the motherfuckers protesting and rioting. 
And we're not saying fuck all about that. I remember somebody said that on, on a Facebook post of, what about all these riots? Well, everybody was social distancing and wearing masks. No, the fuck they weren't. What about when you the, can see the videos. What about when the Lakers fucking won and all the motherfuckers poured out of the stadium wearing no masks, jumping on cars, going apeshit? Where the fuck was the outrage on that? How come no one went after the fucking the, the Lakers in the in the in the state in the Coliseum yeah. and fucking find them? That seems like a bigger outbreak. High more potential. Bunch of drunk motherfuckers acting disorderly and jumping on shit. That's completely different, though. Yeah, of course it is. It's I, how do you not look at that and just call bullshit? Like, okay, wait, go up a little bit. Go up just a little bit, and it says no, a little bit more. So under the county's health order, now this is obviously their county. I don't know what our county is, but indoor gatherings for religious or other purposes are capped at 100 people. So if that's the case in our county, we can hold a religious service for Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're gonna have a we're gonna <laughs> host a prayer over our food, and 100 people can be there. And I'm gonna touch all the ladles and lick the edge of the table <laughs> and the whole nine. Oh my fucking god. I, I just want people I don't I don't give a fuck if people think I'm right. Just question what the state's doing. This overreach is fucking egregious without a justification behind it. If you think seventeen thousand people dead out of a state of fucking forty million is justifiable, that's insane. Those are insane percentage numbers. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought this was pretty interesting. So uh, experts say, so the article is, election unrest and spike in virus cases fuel record gun sales. And food hoarding. Yeah, I don't fucking blame them. Experts say anxiety ahead the election, ele- ahead of the election and rising. read? Yeah, I suck at reading. I'm a retard. <laughs> experts say anxiety ahead of the election and rising COVID-19 cases are generating unrest. A resurgence of hoarding and record gun sales. Should have bought your guns fucking a couple years ago. You'd have been fine. I mean, and majority of us buying our guns years ago wasn't for any kind of civil unrest that we thought was coming. We just wanted to own guns. Yeah, it's a good protection mechanism. Many things that were once readily available are now gone from the shelves. A cycle of uncertainty for the last seven months is bringing people inside Drew Steptoe's gun store. Where the fuck is that at? I don't know. Let's read on and find out. Sales spiked when COVID hit and then spiked again around the time the riots were happening. And now the elections are coming up and people don't know what's going to happen, he said. Many of Steptoe's shelves are empty and he said it's hard to restock the guns, the ammunition, and the ammunition that are in such high demand right now. Fuck yeah, I like to hear that. (laughs) Good luck trying to pass some fucking gun ban with this shit going on. Shop local. Yeah, you can't even. Good luck, California. You want to do gun bans? Good fucking luck with that. Well, that's because I'm pretty I'm sure hearing that the the I'm hearing that people of the left are actually starting to buy guns. Yeah, things that were like, no, we don't fucking want that. We want that ban. Now they're trying to buy guns because they're scared. What, what the fuck are you afraid of yourselves? Yeah. Who's the one going out and fucking causing violence against people? <laughs> Let's be honest. Antifa, that's on the left side of the aisle. And here's the thing. And the media is silent as fuck about that. You're okay. Of all, if you're list, if you're on YouTube, if you're listening to a podcast, if you're kind of hearing, the news is out there. The articles are out there. The speeches are out there of the left basically saying, if Trump wins, 
They are going to riot. They're going to try to force them out of the White House. We need to riot in the streets. We need to burn buildings down. We need to let them know we're not going to stop fighting. That's you guys saying that. That's not the people that already own guns and have a healthy supply of toilet paper and food already in their home because that's just how they are. You're the ones that are the problems. Yeah, Stepto added, if there is civil unrest, there are issues. The reality is police are not going to be able to get to you. 100% true. Yeah. That's the whole reason that libertarians, Republicans, and everything own guns because they don't want to rely on the police to show up because guess what? The police show up after the fact. If you're in a fucking plane crash, the ambulance can't help you. Yeah. The ambulance is going to help you after the plane crashes, hope you lived. That's the same principle. You own firearms to fucking neutralize the situation. Oh, God. Baking goods are flying off the shelves again. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I just you want to keep reading. Yeah. From civil unrest to COVID-19 unrest, baking goods are flying off the shelves, too. Centricity Inc., a platform that tracks e-commerce, is reporting a 34,000% spike in demand for baking goods in the last... A 3,400% spike. Oh, I'm sorry, 3,400. That's fucking... That's a 3,000% that's a increase. <laughs> if you fucking... If you making flour and that's your company making that shit, you're like, fuck yeah, this uh, is golden. That reminds me, we're, we're almost out of flour. We might want to... We might want to get on that. Yeah, you got to pick up some gas, fill up the <laughs> gas can. There's a lot of unrest. Um, oh, wait, you moved. There's a lot of unrest and a lot of anxiety. We're living in an unprecedented year. I'm so fucking tired of hearing that word, unprecedented. Everybody uses that for everything now. It's overused. We killed it. <laughs> it's, it's getting as what bad as What the president's Nazi. doing is unprecedented. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. She said right now people are experiencing job loss and uncertainty. I mean, that's true. And about the int- integrity of the election. I mean, okay, hold on. I got, I got a question. Because me and you probably stand at two different positions on this. So do you think Trump's going to win? Um, I do, but I'm not necessarily going to be upset if he doesn't because I've See, survived. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. And it, it, if anybody has a different opinion about if he is or isn't, call in, hit us up, tell me what you think, kind of put your put your, put your your um, darts on the board. But I don't think I don't think he's going to pull it off, man. I, I could be wrong. I could be yeah. just fucking, I mean. I'm not even necessarily hopeful because people are like, well, are you just hoping that he wins? Well, I mean, look at I'm Republican. That doesn't mean I'm going to vote Republican or that, you know, I 100% vote Republican. But, you know, I, from just from what I'm seeing and people that I've seen that have switched sides, that I was for sure thought they were going to be voting for Biden, I'm seeing a lot yeah, of change. The crazy is my little brother and his old lady. Yeah. I, I think they, and she was a hardcore in the wind. Democrat. A, lot, a lot more Latinos for Trump. I yeah. mean, especially in California, that's fucking big. And, and no here's my one, thing on and, that too. See, that makes me, that makes me question if, if that he's, see, I think Biden's going to win, but then I, you meet a ton of Mexicans in California. Like, yeah, I'm voting for Trump. It's Way like, more. I'm like, it's I, a fuck ton. Either that or they've already existed. Here's the thing. They, they were already existed because I mean, there, I knew a lot of Mexicans like that already Hispanics, but um, maybe they're just showing their, themselves more. You know, you get tired of being oppressed and not being able to say how you feel about who you support, you know, without worrying about being called a Nazi and everything. Well, we have brown privilege where people are not going to. Oh, I didn't tell you we bought Nazi outfits. We're going <laughs> to throw them on. So when someone calls you a Nazi, you can just throw it on. You say Nazis for Trump. I'll just look like Border Patrol at that point. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's the next one? So, yeah, good luck getting guns and baking goods, basically. Yeah. Long story. Yeah, Dems, you're a day late, a dollar short. 
Oh, so great. what's this one? Law enforcement prepares for potential election day tensions. Yeah. Ooh. Are you worried about election day? Me? Tension? I mean, do we even have no, to worry about election day? Because we the, allegedly the, we're not even going to have a fucking final answer. Well, the, the difference, too, is we live in the valley. And the valley is... If you if you live in the Valley of California, it's it's you're on the skirts of the rural and the city, but Northern California is mostly libertarian and, cons- and conservative Republican, and there's very few Dems. Even though they're flooding in from the Bay Area, a lot of them coming down here or having a different opinion when they meet people from the Valley, because they think everybody from the Valley is some fucking yokel backwoods fuck, and they then they find out really quick. Oh no, people in the Valley are fucking normal people. Well, and but the thing is too, like when we, when the riots were happening and everything, BLM. Local stores very close to us. I mean, literally, we have a store less than a mile away. Closed down super early. Like, yeah, And Walmart. it was already hard getting the goods that you needed. We were doing fine, but then there'd be a few things. We're like, fuck, I'll just go to the store real quick. And no, the fuck you weren't. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's the only thing I'm kind of bothered up on so much. But I'm not really, uh, it'll die down. It always does. It'll cool down. Just watch. Okay. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Law enforcement agencies don't know what's going to happen with the next week's election in oh, yeah, any more than up. the public does. But even if nothing happens, Sacramento authorities said they'll be ready just in case. After a year of protests and demonstrations on both left and the right, we're going to ignore that one side's way more violent than the other. Mm-hmm. There's a growing sense that well, on they, Tuesday they night, talk the talk, I think. Who? You're talking about one side more violent than the other? Well, no, the, the, I, I would say the left is... I, I don't I I know it's easy to bash the left, but dude, you guys are fucking insane. Like, are you? You think I'm gonna get behind the shit that you guys are? You guys want to? You guys want to fucking, you know, silent speech, and then you gotta use the right speech and all these other factors. So I don't I don't know what you're gonna do with that, but man, like you're fucking asking for a ton of fucking problems. Like everybody sees it. The only people that that don't see it or talk about it is apparently on mainstream television or people that are in the left bubble. Even even my mom as a dem understands that this shit's fucking insane. You guys, like, you guys have lost the plot. After a year of protests and demonstrations on both the left and the right, there's a growing sense that on Tuesday night, political divisions could possibly boil over into clashes on the streets as the 2020 election results come in. I mean, I don't see two groups clashing too much. You're going to see some of that because you're going to see some of the supporters and some of the... Uh, rioters, because <laughs> that's really how you kind of divide them. But you're going to see a lot of bad neighborhoods that are already in bad condition just being destroyed a little bit more. See, and the thing, too, is a lot of these guys on the left, they're, they're, they're tough shit in a group, which is fine. If you're one on, if there's one dude and he's not armed and you got a bunch of leftists on this motherfucker, yeah, they're tough shit. If you give that one guy on the right a firearm. A 17-year-old boy. Or, just pick any <laughs> any individual. You're not as badass as you think you no. are immediately. Shit changes drastically. And if most most people that are Republican or down the valley, guess what? They fucking own firearms. They don't go out and brandish them and do dumb shit with them, but guess what they do? Go out and shoot the motherfuckers all the time just to practice and have fun. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where this, where this, what's going to be the outcome, where it's going to go. It's hard to even gauge it, man. Everything's my prediction's gonna be same shit, different day. We're not even gonna have a final answer. So if people are rioting, uh, allegedly, I can, we're I not can, happy. You know what? I can see in major cities rioting, oh, which I don't give a major fuck. Major cities or just like the, you the know, major bad. You areas know where I'm thinking cities. the rioting should happen? Right in Washington D.C. Let's start there. Let's start by burning down all the fucking rich fucking liberal fucks that own these ivory tower buildings. Let's start there. That's a good benchmark. 
If you're really serious, do that and see what they say. Let's see if they're still all about Black Lives Matter and Antifa and not saying shit about it. I guarantee the fucking narrative will flip immediately. No, it's only going to happen in bad areas. That's my prediction. It's going to be the usual shit. Oh, this is a bad neighborhood. Oh, my God. Bad shit's happening in that neighborhood. Oh, my God. Well, it's a good thing I live in this gated community. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, just dude. how it always is. I mean, there's been talks about them moving into neighborhoods. Uh, I know our sheriff was like, you're not going to fucking do that in this city. Well, not that, but e- even where we live in Citrus Heights, I imagine there's a fuck ton of gun owners. Oh, yeah. Good luck pulling that off. You might be pulled on. You might be able to do it on one or two streets, but it's gonna end fucking abruptly. Deputies guards thwart burglary attempt at a marijuana business in Woodland. Yodel County Sheriff Departments are now searching for four possibly armed people involved in attempted burglary. Burglary. The burglar. Burglar alert. Would you like me to read? Yeah, I fucking. I'm an idiot. I I read like a two year old. I can read in my mind good. But out loud, it's like a bunch of fucking... The burglars cut fuck. a fence to enter a licensed marijuana marijuana site several miles west of Woodland around 1 p.m. on Sunday, investigators said. Two armed security guards spotted the would-be thieves, and when they approached, all four fled back into their black SUV, according to deputies. Officials say one of the burglars filed, fired two shots, look, I'm reading like you, from a handgun before fleeing the scene. So, potential... Weapons? It sounds like they definitely had weapons. Just throwing that out there. One burglar was described as a Hispanic male adult. Ooh, you can't say that. <laughs> five foot, oh yeah, five feet, eight inches. Yeah, he was Hispanic. Medium to heavy build. Uh, roll it down a little bit. Oh, why? Because he's short and makes him Hispanic? <laughs> um, last scene wearing a red t-shirt, definitely Hispanic, and basketball shorts. Was he wearing Nikes? Some Cortezes. Cortezes. <laughs> <laughs> Another was described as a Hispanic male adult, 5 feet 8 inches, medium build, dark hair, and last seen wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans. Yep, they were Hispanic. I don't doubt it for a second. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was, I thought that was, uh, it's just more of the shit that's happening. I mean, and not that, but we're talking about defunding police, and then you have, biz- I mean, even though it's a weed business, they're still a business. They still pay regulation costs. They still pay taxes. I think that's pretty bold to try to hit up a fucking weed business. But the thing is, so if we if we continue this thing where we're trying to stand behind defunding, oh, that's just a microcosm of things that are going to ripple out from that. All right. You want to read this one too? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, this is kind of what I want to hear. This That's a good sell right there. It's a bold move. But Trump pitches back to normal as Biden warns of tough days. That You know what? Just that alone, maybe it's just me and, you know, my mindset. But you hear back to normal and you're like, Trump, back to normal. You put those, <coughs> it's the context of the sentence. So this then you is got the, the second part, Biden, going to be rough days. Well, I don't want to fucking vote for you if I have to worry about rough days. I want to go back to normal. So this is the context of this. And this is, I'm not sold on Trump, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is a better sales pitch than what Biden's putting out. God, he's orange. Take a look at what's happening in Europe. What's happening to Europe is uh, nobody's seen anything like it. And you used to tell me all about Europe. Now we're doing a great job. 
we are absolutely rounding the corner. Other than the fake news wants to scare everybody, we are absolutely rounding the corner. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a way better sales pitch for me. So the guy hiding in his basement is trying to fucking explain to everybody what they need to do. Get the fuck out of here. No, I we want need somebody out there fighting the front lines. We're not in that, but <laughs> let's be on. Let's start understanding that, okay, the death is going to be a byproduct of opening the comedy back up. If, if the numbers stay in the 1% to 2% range, why is that not acceptable, people? Why is 1% or 2% setting the standard for the entire country to go into a black hole of fucking epic economic despair. People, if we continue what we're doing and we lose productivity and goods and everything flowing, fucking the pandemic will be the least of your worry. It's going to be eat or get eaten. Okay, so these areas right now in Philadelphia that where the writing's going on, they're looting all the fucking stores like Walmart and Target. Do you think Walmart and Target has any incentive to restock those stores right before Christmas? Fuck no. Okay. Or before the fucking election, even. Yeah. Probably way down the road. They're like, fuck this. Yeah. We're going to restock this, and they're going to loot the store again. Fuck that. We're closed for right now. Indefinitely. They can afford so, to do that. So think about that. So that's close. So put the, take the goods out of the equation. The people that were working there probably no longer have a fucking job now. You're compounding the effect by catering to fucking idiots. And the, and the government doesn't want anything to kind of get the shit back on the rails to keep these things moving. You also have people that are that are low income that go to those stores to buy their yes. half a gallon of milk or buy basic their box shit. of cereal. Basic, or, basic t- or take their, their EBD card to go and buy fucking food, food. on the first. So what's going to happen now? On the legitimate first, people that legitimately need help and so need to do this. What's going to happen now on the first of the month or the fifth, whenever the fucking they get their card for fucking food stamps because you get a card now. What's going to happen? When the Walmart's are there going for them to go and get produce. Walk 10 blocks away to a liquor store that's not getting looted and hope that you can get something. Who says that place can get looted? Exactly. So do you understand where, where you're, these communities are creating major problems? And it's not the communities. It's a small group of individuals. But everybody's partaking in this fucking activity. Well, guess what businesses are not going to do? Well, fuck it then. If I can't stock my fucking shelves with stuff that, that I can actually sell... And they're getting stolen. Then fuck it. I'll close shop up. And Walmart can fucking afford to do that. They're not. They're not. They'll they're move. not really being hurt like the community is. Yeah, the community. At the end of the day, a business like Walmart. Fuck it. Then we pull out. Tough shit area. If you're not going to protect our store, that's fine. We'll go somewhere else. Apparently, you don't give a shit about the good we provide in the community. That's fine. We'll go somewhere else. And th- and this plays into the whole shit right now with the EU. So the EU now fucking mandated a lockdown for the fucking whole fucking. EU, guess how that's going over? Fucking Paris is in a full-on fucking breakdown. Everybody's trying to leave fucking Paris, leaving their cars behind in blocked traffic, just fucking giving up and leaving it. 28 days later. Oh, dude, like, no one can get out of the city. It's, an, it's a full it's a full gridlock. People are leaving their cars, just walking out of the cars, leaving there, boom. Fuck, dude. Oh, it is a fucking shit show. EU, the fucking EU is in such, like, every major fucking nation state in the EU now it's like, fuck lockdowns. We can't afford to do it. Good luck with that. I don't know how they're going to pull that off. It, they definitely won't be able to. If Joe Biden gets in the office and he thinks he's going to pull that shit off that the EU did, you ain't going to pull that shit off in the U.S. Yeah. You're going to be going to fuck it. That, that's civil war waiting to happen. You're going to tell people they need to go home and do what? Only essential workers goes in? So you're going to force people that are essential in your aspect, and you're not going to pay them anything additional, and you're going to allow people to go home and do what? Are you going to cut them a check? 
So now you're cutting a check to people to force them to stay home, and now you're forcing the other people to work, and you're not giving them any compensation. Any compensation, any incentive, anything. You're, you're going to give us a fucking mask. Do you, you can just think this out and run it down, and how is that going to work out? You don't think there's not going to be a resentment? So I'm forced to go to work because I do something that the politician thinks that is a necessity? The more I look into this article right here. Uh, you want to go ahead and read it? Yeah. President Donald Trump dangled a promise to get a weary, fearful nation back to normal on Friday as he looked to campaign past the political damage of the devastating pandemic. All right. Hold on. Stop right there. If you read that, you would think everybody is weary. Let's be honest. Most Republicans, libertarians, like, fucking open this bitch back up. Yeah. Even a lot of Democrats now are getting to the point, like, what the fuck are we doing? Even if we were a weary, fear fearful nation, hearing back to normal, that would brighten your fucking day. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, like, oh, you, we're going to get back to normal? Tell me more. Yeah. That, okay. That's what I, I want to hear the optimistic side, not the doom and gloom yeah. fuck. Now listen to this. It was a tantalizing rosy pitch in sharp contrast to the Democratic rival Joe Biden, who pledged to level with America about the tough days still ahead after two days, Tuesday's election. Fuck off, Joe Biden. Like, Suck my I dick. I don't want to hear that. I don't. Suck my motherfucking dick. And it's not even like a harsh reality or truth. We, we know how to fucking listen to news. We're hearing of potential deaths. We're hearing a lot of fucking different shit. Like, okay, we get it. Okay, can we? The, the thing that gets me, we always say more outbreaks, more outbreaks. Okay, how it's many people? It's not. I don't even give a fuck about outbreak. Yeah. How, many, how many people died from it? So we had outbreaks. Did anybody die? No. Did anybody get hospitalized? No. Did anybody have any symptoms more than a couple days? No. What the fuck are we talking about? Where in the fuck was this outrage when everybody was getting the fucking flu and going to work and colds and different sicknesses for ever since I can fucking remember since way back? Yeah. And we just lived with it. This isn't any different for the average person. If you have a compromised immune system, stay the fuck home. If you don't, get your ass to work. Be productive. Feed the economy. Help. When people go work in the economy, you're helping everybody out. That's how it works. It's a society structure where everybody's doing their part to get the system moving to produce goods for you and different opportunities for you to have in the marketplace. And now you're destroying all these things. The government can't fix this. If if the, the Democrats think they're going to snap their fingers and bring this shit back, good fucking luck with that. You guys are inept at understanding anything on the business sector side. Like the whole comment Obama made is how is Trump going to negotiate with other countries? You wouldn't know because you never work in the private sector, you fuck. You have no understanding about that. I don't even need to read this anymore. It, it, it's exactly the article. Trump, yeah. back to normal. Biden, hard times ahead. Yeah, so in a campaign that has been dominated by COVID-19 um, pandemic, that has killed more than... Which is not even something so really that needs to be talked about. So let's parse this number. It has killed more than 229,000 Americans. Okay. That's what we're standing behind? That's fine. Okay, let's parse this. How many of those are core morbidities where there's multiple things happening? Cancer, a bunch of other stuff on top of that. Do you think it's just one or two? No. There's probably multiple factors laid on top of that. And not that, but they're saying now that people that are 70 above are still not at the highest risk levels. So when you start hitting the 80s, yeah. them are the people that are one the ones that are really tipping off. Anything else? So if we have a nation of 330 million people, and 200,000 people have died. We're talking about sub-1% numbers, people. It's about as... The chance of you dying is the same chance of a condom not working. 
<laughs> what are we fucking talking about? Actually, well, yeah, because the chance of a condom not working, I thought it was at a percent. 99.9%? Oh, I guess not, yeah. That's pretty fucking close to 99%. <laughs> you're not going to die. If you went to the casino and you always bet it black because you had a 99.9% chance of winning, you would never fucking leave. Yeah. You would never fucking leave and you would never take money off the table. Americans and st Americans and the staggered and staggered the economy. The candidates clashing overtures stood as a reflection of their leadership styles. Yeah, one guy hiding in a fucking basement, and then the guy saying, "Let's get some shit fucking done." COVID nineteen has taken over the election, and that's it's so stupid because there are so many other hard topics we need to be discussing. Not what are you going to be doing about this super flu that's out there killing people that. Are probably on their deathbed. They're, yeah. I, I hope they lived a good life. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, even. I hope you lived a good a life. A teeny, teeny, tiny sliver of a fraction of people that maybe were not already on their deathbed, you know. But, I mean, it's okay. so few and far in between. So, You okay. have to wade through so much bullshit just to find that information. I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to understand who's rationalizing this. Uh, I don't, I don't think. I think the death rate is so abysmal that and, and everybody freaking out is just a fucking, it makes me laugh. Well, the thing about it is, is that it's new to everybody because nobody ever talks about the flu death rate. It's there. The numbers are there. They're available okay. to see. How about, we call, how about we talk about fatality car crash death rates? It's not that. Like, the, the numbers are out there, but nobody talks about it like they're talking about the coronavirus. All of those numbers are available for you to look and see who's dying from what, you know, drug use, stabbings. Car wrecks, fucking tripping and falling on stairs. There are fucking numbers available, but nobody's talking about it and making a deal out of it like they are with the coronavirus. And I'm sorry, but like, this is what we're talking about. It's just a sidestep to not talk about the real shit. Get the orange man out of the office and get this old saggy sack of balls in the office so we can make some real change. Nothing's going to fucking change. I'm, I'm Democrats. I know I shit on you. You guys haven't brought anything to the table. Nothing. You brought a big old fucking shit sandwich to the table. I'm going to pass on that. I'd rather pass on that. So I, I, I follow a lot of different guys. One guy's Tom Woods, badass libertarian guy. And he just did a speech. Fucking hell of a good speech. And he fucking, he, he throws a lot of shade at these guys. I thought it'd be cool to kind of cover it and listen to pieces of it. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what's been going on in our country for over half a year now, not just in the United States, but around the world. Some of this we all know, but we've been getting, let's say, not the entire story for much of the time, and we've had to wait to hear additional experts chime in to say, wait a minute, maybe the first experts were all wrong. It's been hard to know exactly what to think and what numbers we ought to be looking at and when it comes to this COVID-19, should we be looking at cases? Should we be looking at percent positive rates, hospitalizations, deaths? All kinds of numbers have been thrown at us, some with context, some without. So I'm going to spend a little time reviewing this and making a bit of a clarion call to enjoy human life the way it's meant to be enjoyed. Now, since March... 
We've experienced lockdowns and restrictions of various kinds, supposedly all in the name of science, you understand. If you don't support these things, you must hate science. That's the intellectual level of the conversation. Which is true. You're a science Nazi. But if you think about this, we're supposed to stand behind statistical data, science, and all these things, and all these different factors that, that make an educated analysis, and we're not. And looking at the numbers of the death rate, fucking, it solidifies that. It points out how blaringly dumb we are about this, because we're 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 we don't understand for a, a nation to exist and for ec- an economic system to work, it requires productivity. The state doesn't exist without the taxes being generated from people making open market decisions. It is non-existent. The state doesn't fucking have anything that offers. It leeches off everything else. So if the parasite can't feed itself, how is the state going to run itself? I think it's kind of, this is a good test to see how many idiots can we sucker into believing this bullshit so that we can actually take control. And it, it almost feels like that. It feels like a grab on power. How many people they can, it almost feels like a test run to see how many people will buy into the bullshit being said. And the people that are questioning it and the people, I mean, the people out there asking questions and saying, hey, doubting what's being put out there. Let's villainize those and, people. And it, it makes me laugh that no one's questioning anything. The average person you talk to and be like, uh, it's like, well, have you spent any time on your own researching it? Well, no, but I was watching TV. It's like, fuck, man. It makes sense at the beginning that people didn't really I'm, have I'm the not, ability I'm not to arguing question. that. Yeah. In the beginning, you don't know anything. We didn't know anything, but now the stats are out. Yeah. In July, this bitch, should we should open this up like a can of tuna and cut it loose. We were told we need 15 days to flatten the curve. Mm. 15 days. Longest two weeks ever. Yeah, Trump fucked that up. Of 15 days to flatten the curve. The idea of flattening the curve, as you'll remember, remember the old days when the concern was we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals? We can't cure this thing, but at least we could get the hospitals in the condition they need to be in and allow them to be able to cope And from what I heard, the hospitals in our area never got overwhelmed. And we no one did. They actually, in uh, the Placerville, they actually let people know because they weren't busy enough. So as to allow the hospitals to be able to cope with them rather than have everybody arriving at the hospital all at once. Okay. Then you started to see on social media all your friends saying the hospitals are overwhelmed. It was like a memo had gone out that the word we were all going to use was overwhelmed. Like your friends couldn't even be creative enough to come up with a different word. They all had the same word. The hospitals are overwhelmed because their other friend said the hospitals are overwhelmed because the other friend said that. What actually happened was that in April alone... 1.4 1.4 million jobs in healthcare were lost because far from being overwhelmed, the hospitals were mostly empty. Because people were not going in because they were afraid that the hospitals were overwhelmed. Well, now that, how about the fact that no one had any real severe conditions that made them seek hospital exactly. treatment? Why do we keep ignoring that just because you have it, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world? Why can't those two things exist? Yeah, I got it. How'd you, what happened? I, I always felt better like in a day or two. Yeah, I didn't learn. That's impossible. And there are people that had severe reactions. I'm not arguing that. And those are the people that deserved and needed to be in the hospital. Yeah, but we made it a train wreck to even go to the hospital. You can't bring any spouses in. Oh, your spouse is pregnant. You can't be here. You could be. What the fuck are we? Like the guy in my team, his wife had a baby. 
He wasn't allowed to go in. That was it fucking nuts. Nobody's in the goddamn hospital. Yeah. They're fucking empty. Oh, dude. As a matter of fact, in May, NPR ran a story with this headline about all those field hospitals that they built because of all the overflow that was supposedly going to happen. Headline, U.S. field hospitals stand down most without treating any COVID-19 patients. That's fucking NPR, which is a fucking major woke left side of the aisle position. Even had to own that shit that there wasn't a lot of fucking seeking medical treatment. NPR had to run that. No one heard shit about that. Nobody heard shit about that. Hmm. What was going on here? The hospitals were never overwhelmed at any time with the possible brief exception of New York City. Oh, yeah. New York had it pretty rough for a minute. We begin to see... But did they have it bad? The goalposts begin to be changed. What they were worried about at the time they were telling... Did New York have it bad? Or was there a lot of people that had a lot of fucking problems? Yeah. If if COVID's so bad, then how come the homeless population hasn't dropped the fuck off? (laughs) Uh, Serious. Let's think about that. If COVID is so bad, then how come the people living in the most squalor, abusing drugs, haven't had an astronomical death rate? More of the numbers for that, though. I've looked at them. They're they're not really tangible, and they're not finding a bunch of people die, die, that that died in homeless camps of COVID, yeah. ODing maybe. Yeah. So the people that are I'm surprised it, they weren't listed as COVID. I'm pretty sure. That, I'm pretty sure Needle some of the them. Arm. I'm pretty sure some of them got listed as COVID. I want to doubt that if they oh tested positive on an OD. Ay, ay, ay. But hey, think about that. If it's so bad, and how come people living in the worst squalor haven't suffered major damage in those communities of homeless communities? You think homeless communities have gone down? It's not a. It's. I feel like it's. I feel. I think that it's something that can't be argued because there's so many. Things you could say like, well, we don't know what their daily life is like. We don't know how many people they're around. We don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if they're homeless, they're probably not living the most cleanest life. Well, that for you 100% think the hom- we know. You think the homeless people are wiping sanitizer in their hand all the time? Oh, absolutely not. You think they're wearing a mask? But are they frequenting businesses and stuff like that? I'm pretty sure. I'm Maybe. pretty sure they're outside of businesses, panhandling, shit yeah. like that. Telling us about flattening the curve was 30,000 hospitalizations. We really have to be careful about hitting that number. The current hospitalization number in California as of this time, we're in October 2020, is just over 3,000. And they're still so panicked that they won't open anything. What the fuck? A little little tiny thing and you have to put your mask on in between bites while you're eating at a restaurant. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) How about no? That policy might exist outside of Northern California. Like in the Bay Area and maybe L.A., but if you go to the Valley in Northern California, this shit's opened up. No motherfuckers are wearing their masks. You can pretty much anywhere, like, you can walk around anywhere as long as you have a fucking banana in your hand, a fucking soda. Something. You could have your mask off. Nobody's going to fucking question you. No one's going to fucking judge you. Yeah. Half of us don't even want to wear our masks yeah. anyways. The only people that are bitching are fucking Karens. Yeah, and that it doesn't even, it feels like it doesn't even happen because it's like, well, I'm eating this banana, so I can't get the Rona. Sorry, Karen. Mind your goddamn business. Still, so there are state after state after state. Washington D.C. not a state, but nevertheless, in Washington D.C., that's an example of one of many places in the U.S. where the numbers all indicate have indicated for months 
that the state is clearly at the phase justifying reopening. The numbers clearly indicate from what they said at the beginning. Not while we Trump's in office, everybody. They reached it, and now they keep changing it. See, and I'm curious that they keep changing it because they don't want to fucking have this thing turn around and everything to open back up and everything to kickstart. You know what? That's kind of weird because now that So I- what's going to happen if, if Trump does get reelected? Are they going to, are, are the Dems still going to fucking play what we're doing? It'll be interesting to see. Oh, it I fucking mean, will be. Thinking with how our mindset is right now, thinking that, okay, well, I mean, and that's the thing is like, okay, we, I, I'm looking at the stats right now of all the schools in Sacramento County that are due to open up right, literally, election day. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if Trump whims like, oh yeah, we can't open up. No, and that's the thing is like they're they're doing surveys right now to see what parents think. Like, do you want oh your kid God. to go back to school? Fuck yeah, I do. And everything. And I want them to get exposed to this shit. Yeah. So we'll you know we'll see how that goes. But n- I literally just put two and two together, and it's like, okay, so are we going back to school if Biden becomes president? I feel like that's a yes. What are they going to do with Trump? Are they going to force? Like, nope, sorry, this is going on for a little bit longer. See, if Trump had any balls, he would stand up there and say, every place should open, it's a state-by-state basis, and if you live in a bullshit state, fucking protest against your government in that state. Yeah, but, I mean, I get that, and yes, no, f- It's not the federal government's job because to Because he took away his own executive power. He's not going to sign an it's, executive it's not, thing saying, open the fuck it's up. It's not even that either. That's not, the, that's not the federal government's job to it's get not involved. not it should be. No, I get it. The states operate in their own accord. If that's why that's why laws are different from state to Don't state. Don't let Trump say that, because <laughs> then all of a sudden it's not a good thing. You know what makes me laugh? They were all for this when Obama was getting in every vi- individual states, and Obama needs to go in there and he needs to tell these states what to do and this and that. If He's Trump, an empowered president. If Trump fucking did the bullshit that Obama was pulling off, getting involved in telling states how they need to operate from the federal position. Fucking California will lose its goddamn minds. You fucking Democratic cocksuckers are such fucking bed turners. They're already calling him a dictator. Dictator whenever he tries to get involved, but when he doesn't get involved, oh, what is he doing? What is he doing? Playing Dude. golf? Now it's not hospitalizations anymore. Now it's quote unquote cases. And as we'll talk yeah, about cases. The way, yeah, they don't the talk about hospital cases anymore. They don't talk about deaths either. Just cases. Maybe your coronavirus test shouldn't have been positive. Even the New York Times was reduced to admitting this, that as many as 90% of the tests, because the testing is so sensitive, are yielding just viral debris that isn't infectious at all. But you got to go and I'm not surprised. isolate yourself yeah, for X number so of wait, days. Wait, hold on, pause no this for reason. a minute. So <laughs> you have so many, uh, almost on both sides, everybody's like, I'm not fucking taking a vaccine. Right? Fuck so. no, I'm not. Okay, and, and that is rightfully so. They're pushing for very quick vaccines, but then a vaccine allegedly is around the corner, which it's not. But even if it were, nobody wants to take it. Okay, that's great. What were we arguing about with needing the vaccines? But then they wanted to push out a test so goddamn fast. Why aren't we testing people? Why don't we have ways of testing? And a test gets put out and we're just trusting the test like it's... I don't even give a shit. Like it's the final say? I don't don't even want to test anybody. That's irrelevant to me. No, that's fine. I get that. That's you. But for the average person that's like, we need testing, we need testing. Hold on. So let's parse that. Do we hold a standard when it comes to the flu? What do you mean do we hold the standards? Do we hold a standard about this unabated testing when it comes to the flu? Does anybody care? Well, the flu's been around a lot longer. It's killed a fuck ton of more people. Yeah. 
So why are we not holding these same standards to the flu? If the flu kills so many fucking people every year, then why aren't we just testing everybody before you go to work and all? Are you coughing? Are you sure you can go in? I'll take it back to what I said, because even though the numbers are available for the flu and a vaccine, by the way, which is mostly effective, mostly effective, not I, 100%. I'll, I'll, give, I'll agree with that. I'm okay. not going to say no. But you got people that refuse the vaccine. You also have people that we're not, ta- we never talk about the flu. The only thing you hear on the flu is it's flu season, get your flu shot. That's everywhere. Get your flu shot. It's flu season, and people can make a choice. We're not being given that choice with coronavirus, but we are fucking talking about it. Like, see, and my fear is that it's going to open up an avenue for them to do the same thing they're doing with COVID the fucking flu. to the flu. I know, and I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 if you don't think this isn't a grab in that direction, people, you're going to open up a lane to where they take this thing that's not really that lethal, and we start using it as an abatement to get into other things. And I started cramming down the same type of policy. All it's going to do is fucking fuck the economy up even more. And then getting over the flu, recovering from the flu, minimum of what, five days? Yeah. Three to five business days, okay? What are they going to do for the people? When we got the flu, I I don't get it particularly, and it's not because I'm healthy. I just, I've been lucky with the shot. You don't really get it. You've gotten sick a few times. They We get Three days off paid medical leave or, or sick leave. Which ain't shit. It's not shit. So in January, you use up all your fucking time, even over a simple fucking cold, because you don't want to go to work coughing and, you know. But the average person it. does. The average person does because we can't afford to stay at home. You can't do it. There's no. So what are they going to do about that? You got the flu. You need two weeks quarantine because you got the average flu. You got a cold. One week quarantine. Are they going to fucking do that? Who's going to pay for that? You're the exactly. employer? The state? The state doesn't have any money. Like, I'm sorry. I had to take file for a week of unemployment because I had a cold. And you said I had to stay home. So you better fucking pay me. I use this number. And we're going to wait till this number hits zero, which even just given the problem of false positives is impossible to ever happen. So you can't have your life back in some states unless you more or less take it. Democratic states. That's what they've done to us. <laughs> oh, also in Washington, D.C., the public schools have been closed, but they put a cap on 11 students per room in private schools, no matter how big the room is. That basically cripples the private schools for no reason. There's no scientific basis for that. Then it became, you can have your life back once there's a vaccine. What? There might never be a vaccine. As True. Martin Koldorf of Harvard Medical School. Or how about nobody trusts the vaccine? Because there's a bunch of side effects. Maybe the side effects are fucking worse than the vaccine. What's the long-term ramifications of the vaccine? We don't have enough duration of time to figure out what these things are. And if we have to be worried about people that have underlying conditions from getting COVID, what happens if a person with underlying conditions gets the vaccine? And they have major ramifications. And they, yeah. School puts it. The timeline for a vaccine is anywhere between six months from now and never. pretty much so at some point we have to figure out how to live with this kind of situation well then when it started to look like maybe we might get a vaccine then the story became even with a vaccine you can't have your life back and if you object to that you're the problem you're not listening to the science everything that brought people joy was abruptly taken away 
And every time it looked like it might creep back in, you'd get another headline about how you can't have this back, can't have that back. This will never be the same. Maybe we'll never have sports again. Maybe we'll never do. And it's almost like they take a perverse delight in this. And I agree with that. The, the sentiment I get from a lot of the people of the state, because it's hard to, to kind of pin down the Republicans on this because they're about to open this motherfucker up. So the Dems are the ones saying we got to close down. And I almost get that sentiment that he laid out that they, they, it's almost like they have a per, perverse enjoyment of this. Because let's be honest, all these politicians, they ain't suffering by any margin. I mean, no. fucking Nancy Pelosi has a bunch of 20 or fucking whatever expensive ice cream in her fridge stacked the fuck up in a mansion. All these fucks are like that. Gavin Newsom, you cocksucker. I hate your cocksucker ass. You're fucking not affected by this at all. But the average person who's working, maybe even a minimum wage job, that's getting by scraping, trying to get their shit together, get a foothold on life, trying to put all these pieces together, this is just fucking crushing them. Well, if ever there were a use for the expression, get bent, I would say it's right about now. Yeah, there's a couple more minutes I wanted to cover on it. Uh, he does a good job of explaining now, how to look at it. Of course people will say, wait a minute. What, do you just want people to die? Again, this is the intellectual level of the conversation. You just want people to die. Like, how do you talk to somebody like that? So in order to do that, I'm going to appeal to the above midwit level population. <laughs> and I'm going to remind people of the important lesson in Henry Hazlitt's great book, Economics in One Lesson. That is an amazing book. It breaks down basic economics in a fucking small book. Gets to the point, explains a lot of market demand operations. Is it like economics for dummies? It is. The Cliff Notes? Yes, it's a fucking badass small economics book. So this is a book that sold millions of copies. We got it downstairs, actually, in the bookshelf. And Hazlitt's one lesson, as we all know in this room, is that if you're going to evaluate an economic policy, it's not enough to evaluate the short-term consequences for one earmarked group, Okay. So he's going to lay the foundation out. When you examine something, how are you going to do something? Do you look at the immediate gain it gives you, or do you look at the long-term payoff you're going to get from doing X amount? I would say the majority looks at the immediate gain. And this is a problem. That's the whole problem is you're not looking anything outside the immediate. And he kind of lays down a good example of why this falls apart. Any blockhead can do that. If you want to know the long-term consequences, the real consequence of it, you look at the long-term effects on everybody, not the short-term effects on an earmarked group. For example. So the earmarked group would be a represent of the people that are actually dying, that, that, two to, that 1% to 2% or sub-1% of people that are infected. If That's the earmarked group. That's the group that we should be worried about, that we should be telling to stay home and not interacting with the society. Why are we not standing behind that spot and telling those people you need to stay home if you're high risk or you're worried? I feel like the av not the average, but I feel like anyone with common sense and also any kind of empathy would look at maybe possibly your mom or someone maybe. See, in a but worse my situation. mom, ha my mom used to stand behind the, the principle that we need to shut everything down, and I told her no, because more than anybody, you need the services to keep flowing the way yeah. they do. So you're going to tell these people. So so. Who do we keep open? The people that you feel or, or that you think are viable for you only? But I think if, in general, like, if we knew there was a group of people that had to be careful, we would be like, great, I respect that. I'm going to keep away from you, but I'm going to keep living my life, you know? 
and See, I will make and, sure. And what makes me laugh because I know my mom. If she, if it was the other way around, she was younger and this was happening, she'd be like, "Fuck him." Yeah, totally. Your she, mom totally would. Hundred percent. I know my mom. Sorry, mom. That's who you are. You ain't bullshitting me on that. You're a typical two sided coin fucking dim. You you want what's good for you, only for you. You don't look at the scope outside of that. Suppose the government taxes the public to build a stadium. Well, the midwit will simply point to the stadium and say, hey, look at this wonderful thing that the government did. It's a stadium. And yes, we can all see with our physical eyes that there's a stadium there. A but they think that's the entirety of the analysis. A stadium has somehow appeared. Chariot races. There's no thought of costs, opportunity costs, where the money came from, where it would have gone otherwise. None of that is even considered because those things can't be seen with your physical eyes. To understand the fullness of the policy, you have to be able to think and see with your mind's eye. So likewise with rent control. People think you impose rent control and people get lower rents. And that's the entirety of the analysis as far as they're <laughs> concerned. There's nothing further we need to consider. We just take these fat cats and just force them to lower rents. And then everybody gets lower rent. And that's, as far as the midwit is concerned, that's the end of the discussion. Because that's what he sees with his physical eyes. But for people capable of seeing with their mind's eye, they ask other questions like, how many people are going to start building low-cost uh, rental housing if they know that this ceiling has been imposed? There will obviously be far less housing built, which will make the problem of housing people worse. We also know that at these particular rates, you have a million people, a surfeit of demand. So if you're a landlord, you can be a jerk. You don't have to fix that leaky pipe. You don't have to do any maintenance. Because yeah. you have you have squeezed the market down so much that nobody knows, that nobody has invested interest, and you have so many people willing to step up and get these shitty places. Because if somebody's we'll upset about it, you've got eight million other people who would be very happy to take that person's place. So in other words, if you see with your mind's eye, you understand that, that rent control is a lot more complicated than just Duh, we forced them to lower the rent, <laughs> and it's low for everybody. And in fact, if for some reason you wanted to lower rents through me the means of government impositions, you would actually want to do the exact opposite of rent control. You would want to control every single price in the entire economy except rents, because that would make entrepreneurs not want to go into the production of anything other than rental property. Because everything else would be unprofitable. The one thing they could produce would be rental property, which would lead to a collapse in rental prices, which would be great for everybody. So literally the opposite of what these people recommend would be the best thing. Yeah, um, if, you, if you guys want to check out the whole full video, it's Tom Woods um, on YouTube, episode 1754. And that was just a, call, a small snippet. It's about a 50-minute speech. But he does a good job. He's just giving some examples how you need to be viewing things when – Government puts policies in and what the long-term economic damage is from it and what it really is going to lead to. And on that note, um, did you want to talk about Gavin Newsom's Thanksgiving plans or do you want to call it a diet? Uh, I think it's pretty fucking funny. Here, I got it right here. We'll just cover it really quick. All right. California releases crazy mandatory guidance for private gatherings this holiday season. Is there a Cliff Notes version? Uh, I'll read it really quick. So, uh, State of California Health and Human Services Agency has released a mandatory guidance for Californians to follow follow at their private gatherings this holiday season. Some of us 
some of the mandatory requirements seem extreme, but they have been released by the state to prevent the spread spread of COVID. This is some bullshit saying it applies to private gatherings. And these are the different codes and different links. You can look at, check it out. The state says these mandatory requirements for all gatherings must be followed by anyone planning to host a private gathering. The state noted that local health jurisdictions can implement stricter guidance if needed. How about you go fuck yourself state? So let's see what these are. These are the new mandatory California Christmas and Thanksgiving gather gathering official guidelines. Why is it just Christmas? Where's Kwanzaa? Mm. Where's Hanukkah? Black lives matter. Dun, 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 dun. Seriously, like it's just so, Christmas and Thanksgiving. That's, so, that's it. So no more than three households, including your own, may gather. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to add. The host of the gathering... The host of the gathering must collect all names and addresses of those attending. This isn't the, the fuck fucking. Is this? this is some shit out of fucking. This is some Russia gulag shit where you have to fucking keep every like an, an a, a book on all your interactions with everybody, so you can potentially tell them people in the future if you need to. All the gatherings must be held outside. <laughs> what happens if it's fucking raining, you dumb cocksucker? Not everybody has a gazebo outside, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, with fucking heat lamps everywhere. Yeah, you can gather. To, you can go to the bathroom inside if the bathroom is frequently sanitized. <laughs> Guess who's not doing that? Nobody fucking here. Go fuck yourself. You are allowed to gather at in an open park, three households only, but no concurrent gatherings like with people you know in the same park. Okay, so let's let's just so now we just read this a little bit. Are we going to the homeless communities applying these standards? Fuck the homeless community. No, what about uh, grocery uh, stores? Uh, stop. So, are we applying the, these standards to the homeless community? So, the homeless community is not really having a giant impact from the COVID. They don't have a family. Or but there's a and they definitely of, don't have a household. It doesn't say homeless household. <laughs> okay. So, how many how many homeless people are at these homeless encampments? There's a fuck ton of them there. Fuck ton of them there. No one's going in there and fucking issuing COVID fucking requirements of those areas and there's a lot more homeless now that uh, everyone's fucking lost their job because no one's working oh my god so all seating must be socially distanced all food must be in a single serve disposable dish i mean we do that anyway so yeah because we're lazy fucks <laughs> we're not doing it because we're fucking i don't want to do dishes yeah. you must wear a mask at all times unless you are eating ah! <laughs> maybe for our halloween shindig but not for thanksgiving and christmas you can only gather for a maximum of two hours. Singing, <laughs> singing is discouraged, but if you must sing, you must wear a mask and sing below a standard speaking voice. <laughs> Good. Can you imagine any fucking Mexican household oh, fuck adhering no. to any of no. these fucking rules? It's not going to happen. What are you going to do? Be racist and break up the Mexican gathering? Oh, I don't think they. I don't think they have the balls to show. So okay. So who's going to enforce this? You're going to send state. You're going to send the cops to everybody's house and can. Make sure they're being compliant. The Karens that are upset that their children didn't come visit them from college because they don't want to have anything to do with their moms. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. Oh, my God. Um, I did hear. Okay, so, like, it's I heard a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, that there's only X amount of people allowed, you know, for the Thanksgiving gathering. But, like, for a funeral, you can have, you know, up to 60 people. And so we can host... A funeral for our pet turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Refreshments are going to be provided. 
We'll be drinking out of the same cup. You're welcome. Yep. All right. So practical uh, physical distancing and handle of hygiene at the gatherings. For any gatherings permitted under this guidance, the space must be large enough so that everyone at the gathering can maintain a six-foot physical distance from others. Does this apply to the same cocksuckers that drove in the car, the same family that drove to the other family's house? So when they get up at this place, do they have the old distance now? Yeah, pretty much. Well, no. I mean, I'm pretty sure the household can stay together. It says everybody. Everybody must maintain a six-foot physical distance. (laughs) So the same people that just drove in a car together now have to separate. Yeah. The fucking. Oh, I wish somebody would get a video camera into Gavin Newsom's fucking Thanksgiving or holiday season so we could see if he's applying these standards to himself. Provide at least six feet of distance in all fucking directions, front to back, side to side, for between seating. different households. No, seating must provide at least yeah. six feet of distance. So we're, we have to wear masks between bites and we're supposed to yell at each other? No, 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 no. Normal talking voices, remember? You can't go I can't about. fucking hear you. Your mask is on, you stupid fuck. Take it off. And you're too fucking far. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. I got bad hearing. Fuck. Here. Okay, I'm going to fucking get a fishing line. I'm going to get two fucking plastic cups, and we'll talk through it. <laughs> is that what we're going to do? We're going to set up a fucking kid's, like, fucking uh, communication grid with a bunch of fishing line or string and, and fucking run into cups and just put it at each table so we can talk into it? This is absurd. Fucking, this is insane. Everyone at the gathering should frequently wash their hands with soap and ugh. Soap and water or use hand sanitizer if soap or water is not available. A place to wash hands or hand sanitizer must be available for all participants to use. Bring your own goddamn sanitizer. If you show up to my motherfucking house and this is what you say, I'm going to swear to God I'm going to grab my paintball gun, I'm going to fucking shoot you, and then I'm going to fucking slam the door in your face. What the fuck are we talking about? We can sick the kids on them with the Nerf guns. Sick the fucking, yeah. That's no, actually No a, face mask. Yeah, we'll put those little fucking, those things in the freezer and <laughs> freeze those little fucking omnidirectional balls. Uh, so when they shoot them, they fucking actually really hurt. Shared items should not be used during a gathering as much as possible. Any food, beverages at, at outdoor gatherings must be in a single serve disposable container. I thought we were trying to clean up the environment. Isn't this going to make a lot of extra trash? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure it's all plastic, people. If providing single-serve containers is not possible, food or beverages must be served by a person who washes or sanitizes their hands frequently and wears face covering. Self-serve items from communal containers should not be used. How about just pour the fucking drink in your hand and you hold it? Is this what we're doing? the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, okay, that's just about wearing a mask. I don't really yeah, want to go on. through the... Wear a face covering to keep COVID from spreading. When gathering, face coverings must be worn in accordance with the CDPH. Who the fuck? I don't give a fuck what acronym that is. No one, gives, no one cares. People at gatherings may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink. Oh, thank you, the state of California. We appreciate that. Go fuck yourself. As they stay at a, a six foot... Oh, my God, dude. Face coverings may also be removed to meet urgical medical needs. Oh, thank you. So if I'm dying from asphyxiation, I can take it off my fucking face. <laughs> what are we doing, man? Like, who read this? Who came up with this, drafted this? You see what I did, Bob? It's pretty legit. I, pre- I think everybody's going to listen. Can you see any fucking Republican or anybody that's not left being fucking behind this? Here's the thing. Does it say anything at the end about what's going to happen if you don't? Other than you may get Oh, the check this out. Rules for singing, chanting, and shouting at 
outdoor gatherings. Holy fuck. Singing, chanting, shouting, and physical exertion significantly increases the risk of COVID-19 transmission aye, aye. because these activities increase the release of respiratory droplets and fine aerosols into the air. Because of this, singing, chanting, shouting are strongly discouraged. But if they occur, the following rules and recommendations apply. No, they don't. No, they don't. These don't apply. Fuck you. All people who are singing or chanting should wear a face mask. Ugh. <laughs> to Ugh. reduce the spread of respiratory droplets and fine aerosols. People who are singing, shouting, chanting, or exercising are strongly encouraged to maintain physical distancing beyond six feet to further reduce the risk. <sighs> people who are singing or chanting are strongly encouraged to do so quietly or below the volume of a normal speaking voice. Good luck with all the drunk Mexicans. Instru <laughs> instrumental music. Yeah, no shit. As soon as those motherfuckers have a couple cocktails, you're going to be singing Mexican songs. <laughs> Crying, there's yeah. some droplets for you. Oh my God, dude. Instrumental music is allowed as long as the musicians maintain at least six foot physical distancing. Musicians may, may, be for may must be... From one of the three households. Oh, my. So, no mariachi. Who's going to fucking follow this horse shit? That's what this, this was this. Chicken shit. That's what this is. It reads just like chicken shit. It looks like chicken shit. It looks like something that we're not going to be doing. Yeah. Guess what's not going to happen? There's going to be a fuck ton of motherfuckers here if they show up. It is what it is. I don't give a shit. Friendsgiving. Yeah. And on that note, um, we're going to call it. Penis. Penis. To call in. You a piece of shit.